0: Welcome in, everyone, to the Siouxland Sports Insider High School football podcast. We're talking week four action here in Siouxland. We'd like to give a time to thank our sponsors, CNOS, Sioux City, Ford, Lincoln, and Fairway Grocery Stores. Make sure you stop into those three with all your needs around Siouxland, and we've got a great sponsor for us here at Siouxland Sports Insider. So now we'll get into week four, a lot of good things that we saw out of week three, um... Marty isn't with us right now, so it'll just be myself. Um, So if it sounds like I'm talking to myself, that's probably why. Uh, A lot of good things through week three. Uh, Some, you know, the Battle of Sioux City East and Helan was a good one. Uh, what comes out victorious 29-21. The Mars had a really tough battle with uh, Boyden Hall Rock Valley or they came back after a 21-point lead or so. I made that one interesting. Uh, You know, Woodbury Central goes down to Logan Magnolia, hands them the first loss of the season. Sergeant Bluff bounced back after West, South Sioux, and uh, the running back tandem that they have out there and just doing really well, they beat Omaha Northeast. I believe Uh, Tony Palmer had another game of over 200 yards rushing. Uh, It's going to be hard to slow him or stop him down. We have Omaha South on the schedule this week. Millard West be an interesting game in South Sioux uh, on the twenty second. So not this weekend, but next weekend be a game that we're definitely going to have to circle on our calendars for the the teams out of Nebraska. And then obviously we'll talk about uh, the team that took a bit of a had a bye week last week in Elk Point Jefferson, and you know talk about uh, a little bit about DV. Um, against a really tough Sioux Falls Christian team, uh, had the lead and then lost uh, with under two minutes to go with Sioux Falls Christian scoring a late touchdown and two-point conversion, uh, losing that game 7-14. to uh, Really tough, tough battle down there. Uh, they got a couple games where I think they can kind of gain some momentum until that last game uh, of their season when they go to the defending uh, 11A champion Del Rapids uh, team. That's going to be a Really tough game to end their season uh, uh, until they get into postseason play, which I think uh, Coach Wilhite has them on the reins to do so. Obviously, if their team wasn't mentioned, uh, there's still a lot of good teams that are playing out in the area. Um, so, you know, it's only week four. A lot of teams can change and turn around their seasons. And uh, we'll get into the four games that we're going to cover this week. So we'll start first with uh, Galen Catholic and Woodbury Central. Uh, Woodbury Central so far on the season. Out of 3-0 and start. Very uh, very high-powered offense. Just a really, really solid team led by uh, quarterback Drew Clunder, And Drew actually uh, today committed uh, to, uh, you know, Southwest Minnesota State. Uh, he's going to be a Mustang. Uh, so congratulations to Drew. Uh, and uh, he can kind of put the uh, college in the review now and kind of just focus on this year. Uh, they go and play a Galen team that's uh, – just got their first win against Alta Aurelia coming into this game at 1-2. and two. Uh, A little bit different uh, playing styles. Uh, Cole McCarty for Galen Catholic is 9-25 for 80 yards through the air. Um, and then they have Cale Peterson, uh, Kale Pearson, who's ran for uh, 563 yards and five touchdowns, whereas Woodbury Central, definite more the um, – a bit balanced, but more through the air than 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 most teams are. Uh, you know, just looking at Drew's stats so far: 44, 75. Uh, passing through the air for 652 yards, five touchdowns. He's also ran it in twice. Uh, you know, has to use his legs when he when need be. Um, he can get out of the pocket and, and extend some plays for uh, for the Wildcats. And then you talk about Zach Butler rushing the ball. Um, done a really good job taking over for McGill from last year. Got 354 yards rushing, eight touchdowns. Also a good receiving back when they can use him on both sides. And then Eric McGill, Clunder's uh, favorite target. Got already 281 yards and two touchdowns um, on that side. Defensively, Zach Butler is kind of one of their anchors. Uh, but all their guys kind of play two, two ways uh, on this team. And it's a young team that's learning how to win together. Um, some of these wins early on, uh, the Lawton-Bronson game, a little closer than, than it has been years past. The Westwood game, a team that r- runs really hard, learning how to win those games uh, and, and pull away late. And then the Logan-Magnolia game, another team that likes to run the ball really hard. Um, and they're able to, to distance themselves. Uh, you know, you allowed 22 points to Westwood, then 14 to Logan Magnolia. You go into a third-trade game of a team that likes to run the ball hard and Galen Catholic, um, I could see this one separating itself again. But so far, uh, really good uh, production out of Woodbury Central. Uh, and, you know, Coach Bremer and, and his staff over there do a really, really good job, and we kind of expected this uh, to come out of this team even with the, the – Young guys they have coming up uh, because it's kind of more of a next man up mentality over there in Moville, and we'll see how this one uh progresses for for them. But Galen Catholic coming in off of a win against Alta Aurelia, uh, it's they've, they've been in close games, lost 10 to nothing to Hinton, uh, they lost by 7 34 27 to MMCRU, who is a really good team, and then they beat Alta Aurelia, so they're they're finding ways to. End games and end drives, finish off drives, um, and they're going into the the positive now. So, uh, got to keep that that train going if they want to keep uh, the winning streak up. And you know what better way to do it to to a ranked team in in Woodbury Central. So, should be an interesting one there out in Mobile, seven o'clock tomorrow night, uh, September fifteenth. Uh, Woodbury Central will host Galen. A uh, Game of uh, in the Sioux City at Olson. Uh, there's a game there tonight. Sioux City West takes on Bishop Heelan. Uh, should be a good game there. Heelan off to the season three and O, West zero and three. A little bit of question marks around the the West program. Heelan uh, comes into town, uh, really comes across town. Uh, one of the hungrier teams in in all of the state. Um, you know, it's a team that last year, in the last couple of years, has really uh, teams have had their numbers and they, and they've taken notes. They have their receipts and they're coming out and they're trying to prove everyone wrong. You know, this is a team that. You know we confidently could sit back here while in in when they're going through camp and like this team has really developed their offensive line is better um, you know their running backs are, are better and even with the injury to Isaiah favors you know we knew that their offense was going to be able to move the ball really well especially with Olsen and this plethora of receivers with um, and, and anyone that he wants to throw to whether it's a tight end receivers or even out of the backfield they're able to move the ball really well they play really really solid defense as they have in the last couple of games and you know, uh, they're going to give West everything that they've wanted and more. The West has kind of been a little bit taken advantage of early and often uh, this season, but uh, any time for them to to get morale to turn it around uh, could be could be this week. It could be. Uh, next week. So we'll see how that one goes. But game that's on Friday is for uh, it's a Sioux City North home game, but they're playing Sioux City East. So it's Battle of the Directional Schools here in Sioux City. It is um, Sioux City North. Uh, DeMarco Young is having a uh, sort of a deaf night out uh, for the deaf community. It's a huge organization, um, a huge nonprofit that DeMarco has started. Uh, really, really cool. Um, lucky enough to actually be on his board for that. Um, just a it's a great cause you know it's a kid that cares about you know his teammates first and then he cares about the community and then um we'll reflect after that on to his stats you know if, if they're able to come in oh so far on the season 310 yards and a touchdown he knows he wants to put those numbers up just north hasn't been in the best position wise health wise um i think they're starting to get back there um they got uh New, young guys in at quarterback with Noah Conley, but getting some guys, uh, Braden McClain back from an injury, and just getting guys healthy. I know Hesse hasn't played um, for, I believe, the first three games of the season. So losing key players on both sides of the ball is huge for this Sioux City North team. And in a couple of games, I felt like they were just one or two players out of position to to be able to make some plays and turn it around. So, and this is a huge game for them. to go up against Sioux City East, who again um, dropped the game to – uh, Bishop Heelan in a close one. The uh, two losses are very close: twenty-nine, twenty-one to Heelan, and twenty-eight, twenty-four to Glenwood. Uh, this is a team that I've actually I'm really confident. In. It's probably one of the better looking one and two teams in the Sioux City area. Uh, Cal Jepson I think has been really impressive at, at uh, co- uh, quarterback as a sophomore. Um, just right around 50% completion, 926 yards, four touchdowns to the air. Um, he's got an impressive back in the backfield with Miles Wagger, who's a good receiving and running back. And then Richard Stewart's one of his favorite targets. He does have a plethora of receivers out um, that he throws to as well. Tight end uh, Logan Dolphin. He also has A.J. Flemister. They have a lot of other guys that are able to make some plays for him on offense. And then the the defensive side, like J.J. Gauche, uh, they have a couple, lot of other guys that are able to, to – rain havoc on this uh, this north offensive line, uh, which has kind of struggled early on. And I think if East has any sort of success early, um, like they did in the game last year where they kind of really jumped out at north um, and won 28-2, it kind of seemed like after I think there was a muff punt um, and Sioux City East started out with the ball in plus territory, actually almost in the red zone. If that is going to happen again, I think East can, can definitely – move forward on uh, on the, their season get back to, to 500 to 2 and 2 they're just going to have to ramp up the pressure obviously defensively they do a lot of really good things right on offense it's just going to have to be playing complete football in all three phases special teams and defense included and then looking at north you know you got a really young quarterback Noah Conley I think you know hasn't played um, played terrible just under 50 percent completion 245 yards he's also um a, a bit more of a dual threat he can tuck it and run he does have 93 rushing yards and a touchdown you have DeMarco and Dayton on the outside that are really good weapons for him um that both can play in the backfield and also split out wide and then you know they they got a lot of tacklers on their defensive side that swarmed the ball um you know we talked a little bit already um about Dayton Harrell um Henry Egger, a senior has got a 36 tackles on the the season he leads the team. Uh, You get a tackler back like Braden McClain, who I believe had like 18 tackles in their game against Waukee, first game back. Um, So he's making his presence felt on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be a close game just because a lot of the teams have, you know, on one side with Sioux City North, you're off to an 0-3 start. You have a lot of pride to play for. This is a big rivalry game for you with it being cross town. In Sioux City East, you just lost your big rivalry game. Um, How are these younger players going to respond and how are these seniors going to help these young guys respond in in a way to, you know, kind of want to spoil a night for Sioux City North. It'll be a very interesting game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think um, as Sioux City North tries to get the, on their first win of this young season and then go to West Sioux. Uh, Lawton Bronson comes into town after, you know, West Sioux. It's it's a game that you just kind of want to forget. Started off the season really hot, a lot of promise against Harley Melvin Sanborn last two games, uh, just against two opponents that are a little bit bigger in, in class than you are. Um, and you kind of knew that a, um, a tough game was ahead, but I don't think as tough as what, uh, what they had seen central line, uh, beat some 70 to seven. Uh, and you know, I think Graham even and Vanderzy kind of had their day, uh, against this West two defense and it's a team that, you know, can throw the ball. Um, but you know, there's the, the, they have a young quarterback and, and Blake Wiggins, is coming on to his own of kind of figuring out his identity of who he is as a quarterback. Um, You have Tapetti in the rushing yards, uh, Kutmus as a receiver, Um, a lot of juniors on this roster, juniors and sophomores on this roster that, you know, have to fill in for a team that was very, you know, very old last year. A lot of seniors on that, that staff uh, are on that roster graduated and are are now on in college, and you know you uh, turnover year after year is is something that you see at at West Sioux, um, but you just see the next group come in. It's just taken this group a little bit longer to kind of identify themselves again with the three teams that they've had to play. HMS, we're not really sure on how they're going to be this year. Boyden Hall is very improved uh, from last year to this year. Um, you know, even showing the the game that they had against Lamar's where they took Lamars to a seven-point game. I believe it was 42-49. And then Central Lion, the team that won um, their state title last year, even though they lost their their starting quarterback, they still bring back two uh, Division I guys on their roster. So it's just a a team that, uh, you know, you took your battles early on and you hope that in the rest of your conference play you're able to even things out. And the season isn't over um, when you sit at one and two. Uh, you go to the other side another team one and two close loss to woodbury central um a blowout loss to west lion um that they they kind of just dominated from start to finish And then come around and turn around and get a win against the Sioux Central team. Uh, Braden Heiss, I think, has played extremely well at quarterback, 46-79 for 558 and two touchdowns to the air. Not had to do a ton through the air, uh, but when he needs to, just to get the ball moved down the field, uh, they've done a really, really good job. uh, His pocket presence and his uh, ball placement this year, I think, is elevated from his junior year. You got Jaminette running the ball in the backfield, 35 carries. For 201 yards and three touchdowns, he's a tough load to bring down, and especially when you're focused on those two um, stud wideouts that they have in Loudon Grimsley and Garnand, uh, it's it's very very tough to to slow this offense down. They can beat you in both both ways through the end and through through the air and through the ground. Um, I think it's going to be something that West who has to really keen in on uh, coming up on Friday night. Uh, just looking at it, rush yards, you know, West Sioux's got 480 on the season and Lawton-Bronson 395. And then you go to the passing yards, 601 passing yards to 282. So definitely uh, a more balanced attack, um, a little heavier pass than they are with run in Lawton-Bronson and then a um, more dominant running attack than what we've seen in the past couple of years of the air raid offense out there in Haywarden for West Sioux. But all in all, should be a good game. That game is at West Sioux and should be a good call on that one as well. Be interested to see the highlights from that game. Then we'll go across to the state of South Dakota after their bye week. They sit at two and one elk point. Jefferson does, and they, uh, have, uh, they're facing a opponent that they took on last year, uh, in a, uh, McCook central Montrose team. This, uh, the, the bye week couldn't have come at a better time for Coach Terry and his staff, I think. Uh, just with the injuries, you know, you had Mercury banged up. Um, both the Gale boys, I think, were a little bit banged up. Going into to that really, really tough game that they uh, dropped 20-11 to 11 to a, a very good, I think, I th- at this time, ranks two or three Sioux Valley team. Um, you, you come off of a game like that and then it's it's very evident of what you're going to want to do, get guys nice, back, get guys healthy, come out and, and really run your offense. And, you know, it was a game that was on the road, uh, first road game of the year, so kind of that mixes into it as well. Uh, and you just want to get guys back in and ready. I know it's a homecoming for, for Elk Point Jefferson, so it would be a good homecoming win for them to get. And we go and, uh, you know, they played similar teams. Uh, Baltic. They both played Baltic. Uh, they won. Uh, did uh, MCM? They won forty-two to eight. Uh, but they did lose to Hot Springs and uh, Wessington Springs uh, on the last uh, last week as well. They had a bye week. Um, uh, they had a bye week. I think on week two. Are they? Uh, they're into week four. So they had a bye week. Uh, the opening week or week zero, if you will. So it should be a kind of an interesting game. Uh, you know, I think last year, this was around the time week four, week five, when Elk Point Jefferson kind of started to, to take their foot off the gas and weren't really annihilating teams, but they're still beating them pretty handily. Um, and a lot of teams, you know, keep that on their schedule of, Hey, this team isn't going to be as strong as they were last year. We got their number. Um, we're going to go on and want to go out and, and take it to them. And I know that, uh, You know, they were surprised last year was Sioux Valley um, with Elk Point Jefferson winning that game, and they weren't going to let anything get past them this year. So it should be a really good game. Uh, I know Coach Derry is going to have his – he's got two weeks to prepare for this game, Um, so it should be the the best game plan he has going forward. And I I see a a nice bounce back for the Huskies coming up on Friday against uh, MCM. A lot of other good games in the area. We just picked the – the four that we like the most. Uh, if you have any, would like us to pick a game coming up in the next couple weeks, so make, make sure you DM, DM us on uh, Twitter, um, Siouxland Sports Insider, or if you wanted to as well, DM us, DM us on any of our platforms or on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. But uh, that'll that'll wrap it up for Week Four. Should be a good week of action in the Siouxland Metro, and we look. Uh, to get back to you guys for week five Uh, we thank our sponsors cnos sioux city ford lincoln and fairway groceries and we will talk to you guys next time